no idea what your real job is. So, mm, I stage manage on sound stages. Oh, for naked people or clothed people? Clothed people. Oh, okay. You think if they were naked, I wouldn't have started with that? No, ease your way into it. Yeah, I manage the naked people. Oh. Make sure no one steals anything off the set. Be like, hands up when you guys leave. Do you make them, you'd have to have them do like a, like a squat and cough so they're not smuggling out dildos <laughs> and shit? <laughs> I mean, with the exception of like, I don't think people are stealing that stuff <laughs> off those sets. And do you know what? If they did, I'm not taking it back. It you know what? Like, okay, you know when you're like people are in a movie and they get to take home the uh, like the costumes. I feel like you should take home the dildos that were used in your specific film. That seems okay. fair. I like to also specify there is no specific <laughs> film where I specifically bought dildos and gave them around to people. This is not you. I just mean in general. In general, <laughs> I just feel like that would be the one place where they'd be like, you know what? Take home whatever was in your own butthole. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Exactly. Like that's. <laughs> If somebody had some, but I, I hate to butt. say it, I, I don't think I don't think those are the rules, the operating rules. We're gonna find out next episode. Bring on a porn <laughs> star. I'm gonna ask them what they've taken from sets. I had one uh, movie star on my show that I asked if she took anything from the set, and she said no. She, it, it didn't even cross her mind. She forgot that she should do that. Are and you I was like, you're not stealing from set. Okay, that's what I said. I'm like, I'm stealing pens from work. Did, she, did you remind her cool. that she's not fucking better than us? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently she reminded me that she is. Where she was just like, oh, you steal things? Come on. They make replicas of what I deal with. I could just buy one. <laughs> You're like, ugh. I would steal it so fast. Oh, absolutely. I stole something from a set last week. Or is it? It's around here somewhere. It was like literally... It was everything was green screened. There was one prop. They left the one prop, and I went, "Well, that's Aaron's now. That's for oh, sure mine." Yeah, I'm pretty sure they left it out for you to take. That's what it sounded like. I mean, so it was um, a Dungeons and Dragons shoot. So it was just the dice. It was like a 15 sided die. Yeah, and I was like, I, "Well, this is sounds like officially I, over my head." <laughs> yep. So I was like, "If I roll one or above, I feel like this is mine now." Oh, look at that! I rolled a six. This is mine. Man, I wish I got that joke. People that did <laughs> liking it. <laughs> the people that did didn't understand the dildo stuff earlier. See, I got to do that to bring everyone mm. back around. This is a very inclusive show for sure. You're not the first person to say that, but I don't know. Like, if I talk to Tucson people, I normally talk to them about Tucson things, you know? Oh, and there's a whole oh. city full of people. Well, you're like a Tucson legend, I would, I would say. Would you agree? Uh, I wouldn't say legend. I would say people definitely know who I am mm-hmm. and have formed an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's so great. That's a great way to put it. In yeah. fact, I can't think of anybody in Tucson as popular as yourself or above where people haven't formed an opinion. <laughs> yeah, nobody's just like, I don't know about her. they I'm sure I get a, a couple nice comments, but I just uh, got a, I don't know, like maybe it was like a Facebook. It was like some kind of like a memory thing on your phone where it's like, here's something that happened a long time ago to make you feel old, fat, or boring. But this mm-hmm. one was, uh, I, I, I got uh, like anonymously bullied on Twitter and I had screenshot it, but uh, it was someone said, someone said that uh, 
uh, I was, I was a whore and real delusional. And I mean, that was just there to remind me that literally nothing has fucking changed in seven years. Mm-hmm. But, and you're like, I yeah. just screenshotted a tweet today that said the same thing. Same fucking things. At least be creative. I know. If COVID could have changed anything, could it at least be the insults? Please. I mean, you guys had a whole year to write fucking jokes to make fun of me with. Okay. Now you're saying that as if any <laughs> comedians wrote any jokes in the last year. <laughs> uh, yeah. My I friend think, Matt I, and I have made comment. We're like, so few people are talking about COVID or that Trump was president for four years. Like we just all decided that's not a thing that we had to live through. Like we're on that side of PTSD. I went to a show in LA and uh, everybody's first joke was about how they lost so much weight during COVID. And I was like, man, I am definitely at a fucking show in LA. Like it was, (laughs) came out the gate, not with a joke, but with just a straight brag. They're like, hey guys, just want to let you know, you may have never seen me before. I am not famous, uh, but I was fatter. Just so you know, I was fatter. I and think I, I know. Like, I felt like I was at a fucking Weight Watchers meeting. <laughs> We're all like, "Yay!" Take turns getting on the scale. Uh, there was a whole bunch of comedian groups of people who were getting together and working out, so that definitely happened within this scene. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I was like, "I don't know. This is just the longest I've gone between French fries." You know, like at yeah. the beginning of COVID, I ordered Postmates to find out that Postmates is great when you like your food at room temperature. You know. Yeah, nothing Which is sadder not... than a cold, a cold French fry. Yeah, no, exactly. So I was like, oh, I'm not going to do a Postmates French fry. And so then I went over a year without a French fry because there was no reason. Hey, yeah, actually. I and mean, so I'd probably still fucking eat it. You would if it came, but you wouldn't if you knew you were ordering a lukewarm French fry. If you look That's at a menu true. and it was like, hey, lukewarm hamburger comes with lukewarm French fry. You're not like, maybe, you know, like... <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you're like getting like picky with it because you're like well i don't want to get the stale stuff so well that's why if you're not an idiot you just order like anything like indian food like anything that is that's exactly like, it became oh, indian food <laughs> chinese food it anything that you can heat up in the fucking container that it comes in and oh. it's not going to change the constitution of the food i don't heat up things oh okay i mostly just cooked if i'm being honest i i started uh being vegan again uh, last year, so that's oh, okay. song. You mostly have to cook your food if you want. Hey to guys, again. want to remind you that Alexa's better than us. She just told oh, us that she's you. better thank than you. us. Absolutely. That's why she had to go to LA. She just <laughs> wanted to actually go inside a restaurant again when Tucson was unable to provide. <laughs> I uh, I definitely still didn't fit in. Don't worry. I mean, did you really feel like you didn't fit in? I definitely felt like I actually exceeded the annoyance level they were used to, but also I feel like it's a, whatever that guy was that made like the, the hot and crazy graph where it's like, you can be this crazy if you are this hot. I feel like you also can have this many food allergies if you are this hot. And I don't Mm -hmm. think I met the hot requirement to try to order both uh, vegan and gluten-free food. Like, I feel like they were like, absolutely the fuck not. They're like, we'll cook, we'll get separate spoons out for that girl over there. And then they just point Mm -hmm. out a pair of tits with like a blonde wig. And I'm like, okay, well, this is for her. If you don't like vegan and gluten-free, thanks. Okay, I'll tell you the LA secret. You just go, 
I'm somebody's assistant. And so I'm really sorry that this is the way I'm going to have to order, but I'm going to need the food like this. I mean, they're kind of, I can't say who it is, <laughs> but it's, you'd be impressed if they were here. So you should probably you know, just give me that the way that is. And then you just eat it in front of them. And they just stare at Jeff. And like, you've already prepared it. You can't unprepare it now. I feel like they'd come over and just like throw a slice of bread on top of my food or something. <laughs> they'd be like, you promised us the girl from WandaVision. It's not Wanda was going to be here. <laughs> exactly. The one that had four lines in every episode. You promised us her. I did not watch that because what is it? It's like Star Wars, right? Is it something Star Wars? Is it something? It's not Star Wars. No, it's Avengers. <laughs> Avengers. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how we've been friends this long. I know it's like we I'm both have a whole bunch of. Disowned me, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I disown you? What is? I don't know. I feel like I just committed some kind of cardinal nerd sin. Like I feel like I'm going to open the door and there's going to be a bunch of middle-aged dudes on my porch that just like somehow heard I mixed up Star Wars and the Avengers. No, in fact, as a matter of fact, we're going to help you out. Any listener, if you can just go ahead and tell me that you are concerned about Alexa's lack of knowledge, I will give you her home address and we will (laughs) mail you comic books of both Star Wars and Avengers so she can understand the exact difference. Please, only the comic books. I'm selling those on eBay or whatever people sell comic books on and then I'm just buying dildos in case I was wondering, so... If you want to buy her Avenger or Star Wars dildos, which dildos come in both. I could see that robot dude as a butt plug. Not going to lie. Oh, the gay one? Uh, The one from the little one from Star Wars. Oh, oh, no. You're thinking his gay friend. No. So there's (laughs) C-3PO and R2-D2, right? Are they gay? Mm, I mean... Your people are gonna want me to say no because they're robots and so like they don't procreate. But uh, also like they definitely very specifically wrote C3PO to be gay and they were like, you can't make a gay robot. And they're like, fine, we'll make a gay robot. But they hired a gay actor to act extra gay in that costume. Isn't he British? I, I thought that's what we we're talking about. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh I know Star this Wars is the people. Most, this is the most I've ever talked about Star Wars. So that's not true. I have yelled at you about Star Wars before. It's one hey, of my yelling, favorite screen yelling grabs. At me? Yes, <laughs> yes, all caps. That's uh, I think that's different than actually having a conversation, though. No, I remember I was explaining to you how Star Wars is great because it's all about a guy who wants to beat up his dad, and then he does. Oh Takes yeah, him three that, movies. That was, you know, mm-hmm. if you're gonna get me with anything, that might be it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's the best. It really is. I'm, I'm trying to think of a movie that's better than Star Wars or Avengers. Also, even if you don't like those things, you still watch WandaVision. It's, it's weird. You like weird. Uh, I'll put it on the list. <laughs> I mean, out of all the things where you've watched a person be married to a robot and try to get emotions out of them, that's got to be in your top ten. Uh, yeah, I just don't like watching art imitate life that fucking much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You can pretend it's a musician if it helps you relate. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, I got to say, I, I, I definitely miss you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm really impressed. There's something I really like about every time I talk to you, your life has completely changed from the last time I talked to you, but also is completely the same. I think it's a special skill. 
Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's a, uh, it's, you know, like slight variants here and there that make it seem really different to the, mm-hmm. to the naked eye, but you probably know me well enough to know that it's, definitely not that much different yeah <laughs> yeah no but that's exactly it it's like, kind of like the way you look at a star wars movie from one to the next you're like what's the difference and everybody who's watching it's like what do you mean what's the difference it's all moved and progressed and i feel like i've watched your life do that many times yeah I, we've been friends for like 15 years or is it just a decade where are we at where are we at? uh i want to say without making myself realize how old i am i was probably 23 yeah, it's probably been a decade. Okay. I mean, we Ooh. met on Facebook, I'm pretty sure. Which we both still have. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep it. I don't know why I keep it there. I deleted Facebook and Instagram last night and then couldn't remember the passwords and was like, well, that's the end of this. You know, like totally happy about it. And then I was like, how am I going to promote my podcast? And then I redownloaded it. Immediately, yeah. Yeah, because um, I... I got to be able to promote my podcast. I don't want to give up the podcast just because I want to give up social media. Well, yeah, you can't have one without the other, I don't think. I know, which is a shame because I'm definitely negatively impacting my own life with social media. Yeah, I don't know. I follow so many people. Uh, it's more like a like a hate follow. Almost. <laughs> yeah. I still follow like girls that worked in the strip club with me like 10 years ago. And I just, I love to see that they, a lot of them are doing good, but there's still a few that they still don't realize that you can hang a picture on the wall in that apartment in that carpeted apartment on East side of Tucson. (laughs) So strippers and comedians have a couple things in common. One of them are that both their bedrooms look like serial killers where it's, (laughs) there's just white walls, nothing mattress on the floor. And you're like, Guys, I remember. <laughs> I uh, it makes sense with comedians, but strippers actually make money. So, okay, yeah, I used to give comedians that pass until I heard a girl say, "I bought a bed frame for seventy five dollars on Amazon." So you guys got to be able to get your shit together. Seventy five dollars enough, and I was just like, "Oh my god, she's right!" And bought a. That's when I bought a bed frame. I was like, "Yep." 100%. Did you ever send you the Amazon link? <laughs> no, but I sent her a picture afterwards. Be like, "Look what you made me do." Look at the impact you've already had on my life, stranger. Was that like a like a move? You're like, hey, I uh, don't know if you noticed, but I have a bed frame now. We were a couple of dates in, so it mm. wasn't like it was like too secret. You like it was a direct shit on me to not have a bed frame, and then I was like, <laughs> okay, well then I'll upgrade. Here's bed frame, you know, like. I and appreciate then all work the out women out totally. here out here uh, doing the Lord's work. Just yeah, bullying, she did the Lord's men. work. <laughs> <laughs> she, okay, even though, like, it wasn't, like, we never, like, I wouldn't say we were boyfriend-girlfriend. We never progressed to that point. But she definitely walked into my life, shit on, like, five things, and I've changed all five of those things. I think I've done that for a lot of people. So anybody, if you're out here listening, you're fucking welcome. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Which, if anybody wants me to get a girl to FaceTime you and go through your room and shit on you mercilessly, which by the way, so we're back at the walls. Um, I had a roommate that had the four white walls bed on the floor and a girl literally walked in and went, how many people have you killed in here? You know, like, and I remember (laughs) thinking that it was like, it is like an East side Tucson bedroom. But the other thing I wanted to ask you about strippers and comedians 
is whenever somebody leaves comedy and they go into regular world life, their life immediately gets better. I've watched so many times, like 95% of the time, they automatic, within the next year, they meet a beautiful woman or, or man. They end up marrying somebody way out of their league, getting a great job and being happy with life. Is it the same for strippers, do you find? Or is it the exact opposite? I feel like since I've left both, I can say that uh, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't say it was an immediate with leaving stripping because the acclimation just makes you such a fucking weird, especially if you're a normal person. Like, I think that I was, because like, there's a bunch of strippers that leave stripping and they're still like, I don't know, strippery maybe. I don't know if that's the right way to put it, but you know, they, oh, become, like a den- they become like a dental assistant and they still mm-hmm. like, like you'd still see a selfie of them and be like stripper. But for sure. <laughs> I think for me, oh, I, in Hollywood, I, you can do that all day long. Like, yeah. it's just like, you just see every version of Jenna Jameson walking down the street all the time. Yeah. I mean, and that's like, I think Jenna Jameson would be like a really kind, uh, comparison to the people I'm thinking of most of the time but I don't know I think there's like two kinds of there, I would say there's the same thing with comedians though too there's like two kinds of people there's the people that are like that's really all that they know and all they know how to do and then there's like you know people where they're like oh I like doing this but I think with comedy you can only go so far if you're not that kind of like you have to be all the way that person and with stripping it's the opposite if you're too much of that person you're fucking well you probably just smoked heroin in the bathroom honestly (laughs) that's true i do think about (laughs) i mean is the how many of them died oh man i had a an old uh an old like bouncer from the club be my lift driver the other day and he just gave me a full list of every girl that we've been friends with that is no longer here and i was like that is fucked up i uh switching to uber (laughs) (laughs) you're like that was very friendly but one star that is the worst conversation i've had listed every girl i've ever seen naked and how she died yeah stripplers list oh (laughs) after the next (laughs) uh hey we should write that (laughs) Where it's just the manager of the strip club and his list of all the girls and how they've died. They all have a clipboard. I can see it now. What is on that clipboard? I've wondered huh? that. I'm like, what notes are you taking on there, manager? Oh, they're counting, they're counting, uh, they're counting your dances so they know how much money to take from me at the end of the night. <laughs> and I imagine they're like doodling boobs maybe too. It's like a bunch of dick drawings. Wait, so not, none of them appear smart. You know, like, and so you well, know, I- like a tally mark like it's for a, sure they can count the tallies it's not a mm-hmm. it's definitely not a smart man's job no it's definitely not i mean that's what i want i do think of stuff like that we're like if mcdonald's and strip clubs cannot close down how can businesses run by smart people close down you know like like i don't know i would say that there's a really uh a, <laughs> a parallel line that we could draw like a uh, desperation and capitalism mm-hmm. go hand in hand. Might be For the sure. right fucking answer. You're right. You're right. Wait, wait. Yeah. Question: How often are their numbers wrong? I I, I don't know. Okay. I, I I I would say it was consistently lying on a regular basis about how much money I made to those people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're like the IRS. 
They're the yeah, pre-hours. no, what, yeah, they're like they're like a. It's more like like a like how a many tips you claim? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like I noticed your tips. Or I was like, no, that was a volunteer boobs out. So I actually know that guy. That's my uncle Frank. That was not a lap dance. Uh, yeah, that's a doctor. He was actually. I I owe him money for that. The funniest thing is, I just I worked so hard. I had to schedule my mammogram in the VIP section. So. Uh, it's very anti-feminist of you to try to charge me for that dance. <laughs> Good news. No lumps. So I don't know. Con- you should congratulate me. I think. Yeah, honestly, you should uh, give me a bonus because I'll be bringing these fucking fresh bad boys back tomorrow night. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Does anybody ever complain at the strip club? Does anybody ever complain at the strip club? Yeah, they're like, I want to talk to the manager. This is too much. Oh, damn. No, uh, no. The man- you have to get the manager for... It's like a reverse situation. Usually. Yeah, no, I, I get that. Yeah, I understand. No, I would love, I would love like a like a male Karen situation. Like, you know, I just I thought I thought her tits would be nicer. I don't know. I, I'd like my money back. Actually, you know what? No, fuck that. I had a horrible, horrible Google <laughs> review one time. <laughs> I one day. I don't know, probably just hung over laying in bed. I decided to look at the Google reviews of the strip club I worked at. And oh, no. I came, I was like, I was deep in there. I couldn't stop. It was, it was too entertaining. It was like, you know, the ultimate Twitter feed, like bad mm-hmm. Google reviews of a Tucson fucking strip club. And this guy uh, left a review, a negative review about me. Uh, Did he say I your name he, or something? He used my, he used my work name. So I yeah, of course. Me. So he said, uh, we'll call that your Hooters name. Yes. My Hooters name. Uh, he said, I got a dance from Penny Lane in the back room. Wasn't very good. Found <laughs> another girl had a great time with Maui. And I was like, man. And I like thought back and I was like, that's the dude who tried to get me to suck his dick for like eight bucks. Mm-hmm. So when we Maui, all know Maui, if you're listening, you're worth at least 16, my dude. We all learned rough. something. <laughs> I, can, I, just, I, I know I could never run for office now based on that one, you know, negative. Well, yeah, you can't run for office using the name Penny Lane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, when you're right, you're right. Yeah. But you mean, I think you've outgrown that name. You're Penny Drive now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you've matured. absolute favorite friends of my whole life i see her every time i go to tucson she sees me 80 percent of the time she comes to los angeles um no I, we actually we go way out of our way to see each other and it's great i love her and her instagram is champagne.lincoln and she also has one of this alcohol hand model and i think her twitter is salsa slut 69 of course it is this is definitely, this is like the most explicit episode I've ever had. Even listening back, I was like, Jesus, uh, I had to, I had to call my brother before this got released and warn him because uh, there's been a couple others where he's just like a lot of swears, you know, like, and you're like, all right, well, I'm going to warn you of this one. Mostly swears. 
It's not even a lot of swears. It's mostly swears. Um, but I had a good time. I really enjoyed it. I'm sure you guys enjoyed it, too. It was. It went in a lot of places I didn't even expect it to go. But you're also like, yeah, that's the point. You go on the ride sometimes. Sometimes you go on someone else's ride. And you just sort of navigate with them. And it was a blast. So thank you, Alexa, for doing it. I feel like I've asked Alexa to do the podcast like three times. And she always is like, yeah, of course. When do you want to do it? And then like, I just never set up the time to do it. So this is the first time I've actually set up a time and place into what happened. And thank God. And there's a couple other views out there where I do the same thing. I'm like, let's do it. And you go, yes, of course, let's do it. And then, and then I, I become a goof off. And that's what happens. Um, next week, I have Keenan Baker. Keenan Baker is a really funny comedian who I've, I mean, his Instagram's growing right now, but I met him maybe my first week doing stand-up. I've known him for a long time. I love, and I didn't even bring this up on the podcast. He was working at Home Depot for a long time when I knew him. And what got him out of Home Depot and into the full-time comedy life was he booked a commercial where he played an employee at Home Depot. (laughs) <laughs> and that got him right out of Home Depot. The the commercial of the, the product is what got him out. And I love that that irony happened. Um, so Keenan Baker's next. And hilarious. I talk about watching him grow up to becoming like a real man. And we talk about anime and stuff. You know, just all the fun, regular Keenan Baker conversations you'd expect. Uh, if my voice sounds a little different, which I have no idea if it does or doesn't, it's because this is the first recording I've been doing right now uh, where I have covid I tested positive for COVID. Uh, I say that is, and people are just assume that means no symptoms. No, I woke up, felt achy with a cold sweat, but I had my sense of smell and my sense of taste. And so I went and got tested, but also because I still had those other things, I was like, well, I better go to work. And then an hour later, I got a phone call. It's like, oh, you tested positive. And I was like, oh, I better leave work. Um... And so I've been at home, isolated for, this is day five, so I haven't touched any of the recording stuff in a little bit. There was a podcast I was supposed to record the day before I did this, and that that fell through. Um, and yeah, so so you guys may notice that my uh, social media is a little more active than normal, and that's because I'm just just at home, just at home scrolling posting so funny that it was like a week or two ago I wanted to delete my social media and then I got COVID and was like well I guess now I'm on a 14 day social media just extravaganza so if you guys want to say hi it's a good week (laughs) I have the time um so yeah thank you guys uh very much for listening and thank you for putting up with me and thank you for putting up with my COVID All right. Thank you, guys. Whether I'm right or whether I'm wrong, whether I find a place in this world or never belong, I've got to be me. I gotta be me. What else can I be?